0: You're listening to talking Music on KVNF. I'm your host, Taya Jay. And today I'm joined via Zoom by Tiny Desk creator and host of All Songs Considered, Bob Boylan. Bob, thank you for joining us today.
1: Pleasure, Taya. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Tiny Desk started in 2008. Talk to me a little about the origin of the idea for Tiny Desk and how it's changed, especially in light of the last two years.
1: Oh, boy, yeah. So it started off... Um <laughs> Almost as a joke, we went. Uh, Stephen Thompson, my workmate, and up here in music, and I went to South by Southwest. Amongst the many artists we saw, one of them we wanted to see was Laura Gibson, a great uh, artist from Portland. And um, we went to see her at a bar, and uh, there was a basketball game going on at the time, not in the bar, but on the TVs in the bar, just to be specific. It was March Madness. We couldn't hear Laura. Uh, we said to her when she came off stage, Stephen said, "Why don't you just come play a?" A concert at our office, little private concert at our office, and my eyes and head exploded a little bit. And uh, having been a video editor and an audio engineer, and two weeks later she's on tour with the December, so Three weeks later she came to us and did a concert. Uh, I set up a couple of cameras and a microphone, and who knew, <laughs> right? And and we've filmed probably a thousand roughly concerts behind my desk at NPR. It's not a set piece, it's literally my desk. And I have to move my computer every time an artist comes (laughs) to to make way. And uh, we've been doing that until March of 2020. Remember that? 2020 March thing. (laughs) Hard to
0: forget. (laughs) Amazing. And you really do literally move your computer out of the way so they can I literally
1: do. Absolutely.
0: That's incredible. (laughs) What a great catharsis, too, to sort of disrupt your whole work situation and then get to re-put it back together after every artist. You bet. (laughs) So we're fast approaching the deadline for the 2022 Tiny Desk Contest. That deadline is Monday, March 14th. I'm wondering, Bob, if you could give only one piece of advice or one pearl of wisdom to a Colorado musician submitting to this year's contest— what would
1: that be? Um, I'd say do something you're proud of. Play from your heart. Uh, don't worry about winning. Just do something you're proud of. That's the most important thing that, that you can do. Don't worry about the tech. Don't worry about any of that stuff. We can see talent when there's talent, whether the video is a little fuzzy or the color on the video is all wrong or the microphone not be may not be the best. Um, we see right through that stuff. And so don't worry about that stuff. And enjoy it. Have fun with it. That's two pieces of advice, or three.
0: <laughs> it's all right. All rolled into one. <laughs> it's a very journalistic answer. Um, how important are the lyrics <laughs> or the messaging in a song versus the composition? What is it that you're really listening for?
1: I find lyrics really important. Not every judge does, and there are, are many judges, but I find lyrics really important. I, I, when someone sings me a song about, hey, baby, I uh, miss you, and or... Uh, or I wish you were here, or I wish you weren't here, whatever the case might be, Uh, I get a little tired of that. And so I love the way people and artists can look at the world in different ways, and help you see the world and things in different ways. And lyrics is one of those ways. Sometimes it's the texture of the music and the way someone picks up a guitar or, or plays on their computer. there's so many different ways to uh, take the usual and make them your own. And I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that word texture. It's such a visual word to me. Um, I believe I heard somewhere that Nephi, the winner of the twenty twenty one Tiny Desk contest, and really if our listeners haven't heard her, she is incredible. I encourage mm-hmm. them to take a listen. That she was the first musician back in the studio live after almost two years. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it is literally an office desk in an Audit Studio, but yes, it's usually we, we Nephi won the last year's contest. She literally lives across the river from where our NPR offices is meaning we're in Washington, and she's in Virginia, just, you know, I'm going to say 10 miles away. And she's just a single guitarist. And we were able to safely get a small crew in, a couple of camera people an audio person myself uh, and bring Nephi in on a Sunday night when hardly anybody was at the NPR building and safely uh, have her perform a tiny desk concert and that was really amazing for it was cathartic for all of us and if you watch that video which you should if you haven't out there um for nefi uh, a lot of tears and beauty
0: absolutely beautifully put is there a plan to start doing more live performances at your desk in the upcoming future <laughs>
1: Uh, Every time we think we have a plan, um, the world has different ideas. That's Uh, the motto um, for
0: these last two years, huh?
1: (laughs) Indeed. My hope now uh, is the spring. Uh, But whatever we do, uh, the artist safety, the safety of NPR staffers, and all that stuff is the most important thing. So we'll do that when we feel it's safe. And my fingers crossed for uh, springtime.
0: Here's hoping. Uh, I have to say, I have really enjoyed the sort of um, broad definition of home that has been brought to some of these tiny (laughs) desks You mean the barge
1: in New York? (laughs) Exactly, the back of
0: a Land Rover. I was going to say, you know, we've seen performances in people's home studios and their living rooms, but we've also seen them in a Brooklyn convent, a library, a bathtub, a barber shop, to name a few. <laughs> I'm wondering, how have you seen the creative boundaries of venue and location pushed throughout the last two years? And, and what are some of those highlights?
1: <laughs> you just named them. I mean, there are so many. Uh, the goal in when we send out our guidelines to musicians is to uh, try to make it as intimate as possible possible. And what that means to everybody could be different or as many musicians, they don't read the guidelines. So, <laughs> because hey, they're musicians, but um, it can bring out of, you know, my favorite place is home because I love seeing the pictures on the wall, I love seeing what might be sitting on the piano, you know, the whatever the photographs or the whatever, the artifacts that are around your house, that tells you so much about who these people are in the same way, one's clothing might, um, you know, and all the the different instruments they pick up, there's so many clues into getting to know musicians and their aesthetic, and it all shows up uh, in their home and decor and the decor on their body and so forth. So that's what we look for. And that's what we hope for, we hope to really show a side of an artist, that is not behind sparkling lights in a nightclub, though I love those, um, but not here. We try to show, you know, have the raw voice that's not uh, full of effects uh, and try to get it so that it's as close to being in your living room or bathtub <laughs> as possible.
0: Did you ever see that coming, the bathtub, a concert in the bathtub?
1: <laughs> no, but wow. <laughs> We've now seen a few of those though. Amazing. Showers and bathtubs. It's a trend. And, 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 Right. Well, and yeah, because I mean, we all know that one of the great things about our voices who can't sing like myself, it sounds a little better in the bathroom, you know, the the tiling and the acoustics. So it
0: makes sense. I always say I do all my best thinking in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we broadcast here at KVNF to 10,000 square miles across the western slope of Colorado. Uh but most of those miles are rural. And it makes me wonder, what's your advice for inspiring and motivating rural musicians to apply?
1: Um, You don't have to go pack your gear up and go to a club 400 miles away, (laughs) Uh, that's one. And you will, you don't have to, I mean, you could do this with your phone. It's not like we're asking you to get a professional video crew to come into your bathtub. living room uh, to film a, a video. We simply want to hear your voice, whatever that is, be that voice be on a, on a keyboard or that voice being a fiddle or whatever it is. Um, we want to hear an original song of you behind a desk. And it'll get watched, it'll get seen and it may get seen by more if we really like what we see or think there's something unique about it. We put these videos, not just the winner, up online. And and even if you know, there's a musician out there thinking, Oh, man, I can't do this. Go to npr.org slash tiny desk contest, go look at the submissions, look at the variety of stuff. The musical tastes of the winners that we've had, it's all over the map. We're not stuck in a genre, we're not stuck in a, like, looking for the next, you know, when I say star, I mean, you know, glamour, you know right we're not we just want somebody with a unique talent to be heard and seen and give them an opportunity to find a new audience
0: yeah well said i have to ask one more question i'm very conscious of your time but one more question from a coworker of mine he is curious do you still get nervous when you sit down or when you bring someone some big name to your desk to perform do you get those butterflies or have you done it enough now that it's just par for the course
1: i want i I have no, there's a thing about me that a starstruck thing just doesn't happen to me. And I can't explain why. But I'm going to say, you know, these musicians come in, they've got their backpacks on and they're carrying their there's nothing glamorous about them coming in. Sure, I admire many of the musicians, but most of the people that I admire that come in and play are super down to earth sweet people. And I'm thrilled to meet them. Uh, they throw me when I put their music on. But they're just people you know, they want they want to, uh, you know, a, a bagel for lunch, and they want to <laughs> they want to play this song and uh, they want to make people happy and try to convey their message. I, it's, uh, it's, it's cool to see them. Some of my favorite musicians in a challenging situation and see how that they come up and where the creativity leads them. I love that. Uh, but it's not nervousness. It's it's uh, it's admiration and love.
0: Absolutely. Well, we certainly feel that for you. We feel that for Tiny Desk and for all songs considered. Thank you for redefining the potential of a desk for all of us.
1: <laughs> My pleasure. You be well.
0: Thank you, Bob. Best of luck with your tour and we'll look forward to the next round of Tiny Desk concerts. Awesome. Take care.
1: That was great. I really appreciated talk like talking to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Such a pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks for the your friend for the question your work coworker.
0: I will, absolutely. He'll be glad I asked it. Good. Good. Take care. Take Thank you, care.
1: Bob. You bet.